0: The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reads and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian Districts, ...and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rap Show podcast. Hi, are you? <laughs> Welcome along to yeah the show for the piping folk. If this is your very first Big Rap Show podcast... Where have you been? We're now on like episode 80-something. We've been doing this for ages. But yeah, we are the show for the piping folk, talking about everything from the bagpiping world. Be it competitive uh, piping and drumming, which is our bread and butter, or be it from the Celtic or folk music scene. Then yeah, if it's got pipes in it at all, then we are all over it. And yeah, we are going to talk about possibly one of the most exciting weeks in the piping calendar. It's just around the corner. Can you believe it? Pipe and Live week is almost here! Yeah! <laughs> oh, I am all sorts of stupidly excited for this. It's going to be ridiculous. So this week's podcast, as promised, will be our full rundown of our picks for Pipe and Live. So we will basically, you know, basically plan your whole week for you. If you're going to Pipe and Live Festival this week, yeah, this will be the podcast that you'll want to pay attention to and possibly sit with a pen and paper. Because... Us on the Rap Show team, myself and Andrew and Stephen and Vanessa, all of us have worked pretty hard on this. We've been looking through all of the listings and everything that could possibly be happening during the week. And we have given you what is our potential picks. Um, not the ones necessarily that the guys from Pipe and Live have highlighted. I think we've went off script quite a lot. So a lot of really interesting events for us as Pipe and fans that we think, ooh, this could be pretty awesome. So we're going to get chatting about that later in the podcast. But first of all, let's get through the domestics, shall we? Yeah, shout out goes to our patrons. Those guys who have clicked that support button, first of all, on our Patreon page. Thank you so much for your support. So shout out goes to Brandon Moreno, Lone Star Piper, Source Bagpipes and Harris Kilts. You guys are Yes, these are, and uh, yeah, if you do so wish, you can help support the show. You can click on our Patreon page and click that support button, and uh, yeah, various little perks and extra bits of content and stuff could be yours just for clicking that support button in the first place. For as little as a cup of coffee a month, like I think it even starts at like four, three something like that. It starts off really small for the price of a cup of coffee each month. It really helps us pay the bills around here and uh, also. Yeah, you get the little bits of extra content. So there you go. You can check that out on our Patreon page. Plus, check us out on therabshow.com. You guys have been insanely busy at the minute, I have to say. I do feel like a bit of a clothing distributor at the moment. Yeah, the Rab Show merchandise has been selling like hotcakes, if such a thing exists. Uh, So, yeah, thank you to everyone who's been ordering and ordering and ordering. We will do our best to get it to you before the World Championships, although at this late stage we cannot guarantee delivery before the world's we did have like a, a deadline date for delivery before the world's and that's now passed so we're going to do our best to get it to you before the beginning. but again bear with us we can't make any promises it's all dependent on our postal services we will do what we can So, thank you. If you do so wish, you can buy Rab Show merch. It is all still up there, although limited supplies are available uh, at the moment. (laughs) That's another topic altogether. But, yeah, head along to thebigrabshow.com, go to the the shop tab at the top, and, yeah, you can get yourself some Rab Show hoodies and t-shirts and all of that good stuff. And every purchase made really does help support what we do here on the show. Right, let's get into it. The of news. Well, this past week did not disappoint. It's been busy. Yeah, we've had championships here in Northern Ireland, plus in Scotland as well, and of course across there in the States. Let's talk about what's happened here in Northern Ireland first of all, keeping things local. Of course, I'm talking about the Lisburn and Castlereagh Championships that happened in Moira. Now, for those of you who were tuned in on our Facebook live stream, you got to see... Most of everything, I think it happened from Grade 3B up. I think we managed to cover quite a lot over the course of the weekend for our our live stream. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. And yeah, for those of you who may be interested in what's going on here in Northern Ireland, you can check out the Rab Show Facebook page. We've got tons of videos. And uh, shout out to everyone, by the way, who uh, came across and asked for a Rab Show selfie. Uh, Too many of you to mention, (laughs) to be honest but loads of you at the same time all came over to get a rap show selfie and it was awesome meeting you all so thank you very much uh, to everyone I was talking to over the course of the weekend and uh, yeah I came home on Saturday with uh, no legs left because I ran the legs off myself to various different parts of the park to say hello to people and uh, yeah took that many selfies and was chatting to people shaking hands and all that stuff I basically had no voice left by the end of the day and I was panicking a bit because, yeah, I kind of need my voice for doing this stuff. So, yeah, thank you to everyone for, uh, yeah, being awesome. And I have to say as well, I have to give a special, extra special shout out to the very kind people who sat me in front of their deck chairs (laughs) at the Arena 1. Yeah, not going to give names, not going to, yeah, out them here on the podcast, but suffice to say, there were some very, very generous people who listened to the podcast and heard me giving off about people in deck chairs. Because, yeah, on Saturday again, it was Deck Chair City. It was unbelievable. I think there were maybe sitting about four or five rows of deck chairs deep. It was yeah, it was something to behold. So yeah, shout out to those guys who allowed me to sit on the grass in front of them and film grade one or grade one and two, and three, all the grades and arena one. It was just awesome. So thank you very much, deck chair people. You shall remain anonymous, <laughs> but you are awesome. And oh, shout out has to go to Jay Burrows as well. Thank you, Jay. You really did save my bacon. Uh, who offered me a bottle of Fanta, which was like amber nectar. It was awesome. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Fanta is, it's like an orange soft drink kind of thing. But I was basically sprinting from one end of the park to the other. And uh, he very generously said, here, you need this. (laughs) So shout out to Jay. Thank you, sir. You are an absolute legend. Thank you very much. Right. (laughs) Enough of the shout outs rap. Um, by the way listener mail this week unfortunately we don't have any time for listener mail this week because we've got so much to talk about with pipe and live and everything uh, but please do get your emails into us bigrabshow at gmail.com next week's podcast will be our world championships predictions okay now we've already got a load of them in from you already we haven't really started talking about worlds yet but uh yeah next Next week, yep, on the podcast, we want to concentrate specifically on world championship predictions. And we want to know yours. Regardless of the grade, we're going to be talking about every grade, by the way, including drum majors. We want to know your predictions. So please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Break it down grade by grade. Who do you think is going to win? And even if you want to go as far as sixth place, first, second, third, fourth, whatever. Break each grade down. Let's see if everyone can get them right or get them wrong. Join in the crack. Next week's podcast will be our World Championship Prediction Podcast. Same as we done last year. This year it'll be interesting, I dare say. There'll be a few rows to be had. So, yeah, let's do it. You can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We would love to know your predictions. And we will hope to incorporate those in next week's special Worlds Podcast. Right, Moira. Let's talk about what happened over the weekend. Lisburn and Castlereagh, as I said. Uh, so, starting with drum majors then. Uh, looking at the novice, first of all, our champion is Louise Simmon from Klaus Kelts. Well done, Louise. Again, in the prizes and this time lifting it. So, congratulations. Not bad running forward into the world, Louise. Right, Junior goes to Abigail Wenlock, again in winning ways. Abigail, of course, from Shots and Dykehead, having a real strong season so far, Abigail. So, yeah, wish you well. Uh, the next down uh, to Juvenile then, Rachel Lurie from Arma Brig again, lifting the top spot. Uh, so, yeah, it's been an interesting year so far in the Juvenile grade. Uh, the likes of Cara Gilmer and Jamie Couples have been juking it out this year. But at this competition, Jamie actually finished second and Cara finished fourth. So, yeah, it's been an interesting year in drum majoring so far. So, yeah, look forward to Portrush and see what's going to happen with the drum major. Now, on to the adults then. Who's our senior champion? Mr. James Kennedy from Kloss Kelts. Awesome sauce. Well done, James. So, congratulations. Right. On to the bands then. Who are our Lisburn and Castlereagh Ra- champions in grade 4B? Grandsham. Yep, no big shock or surprise there. Congratulations to Grancha lifting the top spot. Have to give a special shout out to Wicklow. Wicklow actually finishing in second. Not bad at all. And uh, also I can't remember that I can't remember who I was chatting to, but Besbrook Crimson Arrow. Wow. <laughs> I was told to say that. Yeah, Bestbrook Crimson Arrow finishing up in fourth spot. And the uh, and District just ahead of them. Brashean actually, what left managed to lift the drumming at this. So not a bad result by Brashean and District. Uh, starting to find form there. So, yeah, shout out to the Bestbrook uh, who really enjoyed me saying, Bestbrook Crimson Arrow, wow. <laughs> On the podcast, so there you go. Uh, so congratulations to Grantia. On to Grade 4A then. McNeilstown managed to lift the top spot. Again, no great surprise there. So, congratulations, McNeilstown. Uh, second overall, those of us So, well done to killed Not bad result at all. Right, on to Grade 3B, then. Who are our Grade 3B champions? St. Mary's Derry Trasna, of course. Yes, they didn't have it all their own way, however. They had a first in piping and a fourth in piping. Ooh, so not all their own way. However, they also lifted the drumming as well. So, well done to St. Mary's Derry Trasna. On to Grade 3A. We have Marleku on the top spot, not bad at all. And if anything, if you've heard the run from Marleku, pretty well deserved it with two first places in piping. Although to be fair, I honestly had uh, the likes of the Quinn Memorial were up there for me. Quinn Memorial actually managed to lift the drumming and got two second places in piping, so they actually finished second overall. So the Mighty Quinn finding a bit of form all of a sudden. Um, Talking about the Mighty Quinn, we noticed at the weekend that they have a new pipe major as well. Harry Bloomfield actually is back at the helm at the Quinn Memorial. Not entirely sure what's going on there at the Quinn. But a change of leadership at this time of year is worrying to say the very least. But the Quinn have been kind of suffering all year. They haven't been doing quite well in the prize list so far. But here they are, they're up in second spot with lifting a drumming title. Clearly the change of leadership seems to be working. So yeah, Harry Bloomfield and Co. there at the Mighty Quinn seems to have found a bit of form. And it's not a bad time to find it at this time of year. So yeah, good luck to you guys at the Quinn but also to you guys at Coup. Clearly having a very strong season this year. On to Grade 2. Winners on the day, Kloss Kelt yeah a lot of people were actually thinking that rivara off the strength of their major win last week rivara could have been in there and steamroll over the top of everyone but no they didn't have it their own way and Kloss kelt managed to claw their way to the top so with the first and second in piping they split the piping result actually with rivara the the judges were just yeah level pegging on there however the drumming result for rivara hurt them they came third in piping or drumming, sorry, overall. With Klaus Kilt lifting the drumming. So not a bad result for Klaus Kelt. Well done to everyone. And Rivara knocked down into second. Uh, the guys at New Ross made the trip. Finished up third. And Colin Kilt were fourth overall. So not bad weekends work at all for everyone there in grade 2. I think the standard was very high indeed. On to grade 1 then. No great surprise to be honest. Uh, Field Marshal Montgomery. Lifting the top spot with two firsts in piping. And a first in ensemble. However... There was a bit of a shock in this grade. In the grade we had FM, we had the Veil, and we had PSNI in there. And there was a bit of a shock. Yeah, the PSNI managed to lift the drumming. Now this kind of turned the piping world upside down. (laughs) A lot of people were talking about this, thinking, what? So, hey, congratulations to the guys at the police service for Northern Ireland. I clearly must have deserved it. I didn't. Actually, see the performance in person I was at that point I was running across the park to see other people uh, so yeah, I, all I can do is look back at the live stream and you know to be fair, it did sound okay. so congratulations to the guys at the p s n i um it 's a set that I think i 'm going to have to listen more to. I think there's really unusual time signatures and different key changes and different things that kind of draw your ear away really from what 's happening so i don 't know it 's a strange one for me. Uh, it's going to take a few listens to get used to, I think. But clearly, they're doing something right in the drumming. So, managed to lift the top spot in the drumming, uh, beating the likes of Field Marshal and Veil. That's not a bad result for the guys at the PSNI at all. Congratulations. So, that's up for debate. The mighty FM hit the field and got beat in drumming by the PSNI. Now, that was a topic that I'm sure... Uh, yeah, you guys have been talking about it because we've been getting nothing but emails about it. So there you go. <laughs> right, keeping with Northern Ireland, the Champion of Champions, or the wrap-up of the Northern Ireland season, is on the way. In fact, it's this weekend, the 11th of August, big competition before the begin at the Worlds. Portrush. Portrush has always seen as like an end-of-season party for bands, men and women here in Northern Ireland. That this year will be a strange one. Number one, because of reasons outside of the control of our own association, the grounds have been left unusable by the district council. So, where the car park or where the car, blah, where the <laughs> where is the car park? Is the question? Where the competition was normally be held in, like the tennis courts at Ramor Head, and then yeah. There will be parking available nearby. Well, this year the competition will actually be in the car park. Which will be strange because the tennis courts are literally a bomb site. Uh, you can't do anything there. So, I don't know. The whole thing is a bit of a mess. What I would recommend everyone to do is go along to the RSPBA NI website. Go and look at the details for Port Rush this weekend. They have published details of where the road closures will be. Uh, Apparently Lansdowne Road is going to be closed from 12 noon on Friday. And won't be open to the public again until Sunday. Not entirely sure why. But there we have it. And also as far as parking for the venue goes. I have not the first idea. They're saying that there's parking available on the tennis courts. I I honestly don't know i would urge you go along to the rspba ni website go and get a look i have tried reading this a few times it talks about parking in east Strand car park and the tennis courts and the dunluce center and pff, it's all a bit of a mess basically if you're going to port rush this weekend good luck <laughs> not just for the competitors but also for finding a parking space because as we all know port rush can be insanely busy it's one of the most popular competitions on the calendar Uh, So, yeah, good luck everyone travelling to Portrush. Anyway, it'll be a good one though because we have bands such as New Zealand Police and stuff are entered. So, it is going to be quite a doozy of a competition. So, looking forward to it. Um, But as far as the Champion of Champions goes, I think we do know who our Champion of Champions are going to be by all accounts. But... It's still open in some grades. So I'm, not, I'm reluctant to talk about Champion and Champions prizes yet until they've been decided at the weekend. So we'll get talking all about that on next week's podcast, all about Champion and Champions. But looking at the draw then for Portrush, we have the New Zealand Police making the trip over, which would be awesome. Plus we have the PSNI. Looking at grade two, we've got Colum Kill, Manor Cunningham, Rivara and Claus Kilt. Plus then you have all the other grades, which I can sit and list here for you, but you can check the website yourself. They're all up there. <laughs> Grant, let's fly on let's talk about maxville shall we yeah the glengarry highland games were this past weekend in maxville and by all accounts i think there was over 50 bands at this so it was incredibly well attended one event i was actually watching a lot of the video footage that we seen from com and from other different channels it looked to be quite an incredible event so let's look at the results, shall we, from Maxwell. Starting with Grade 5 then had their March medley competition, of course. Lifting the top spot then was Kevin Barry, Pipes and Drums. Not bad result at all. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, So let's see. Look, on to Grade 4 medley. Lifting the top spot was the 8-Wing RCAF Pipes and Drums. Not bad. Really cool name, actually. 8-Wing. Love that. Okay, Grade 3 medley then on the day um, was Toronto Police Pipe Band. Not a bad result for them. Coming in second then, I have to say very close second by the looks of things, was the Ottawa Highlanders Pipes and Drums. Not too shabby at all. Congratulations, guys. On to Grade 2 then. Possibly one of the tightest grades on the day, looking at the way the judges' results fell. Uh, Shoutout has to go for the set results, first of all, the MSRs. It went to the City of Dunedin, Pipe Band. Well done. And then Peel Police came in in second. Worcester Kilty. Then McMillan Pike Band. And the 400 Tactical Helicopter Squadron. Which is an awesome name. Uh, Pipes and Drums came in fifth. Uh, Looking then at uh, the medley selection. Then we have again in first place the City of Dunedin. And then we have Worcester Kilty in second. Peel Police in third. McMillan the fourth. And the 400 Tactical Helicopter Squadron. Pipes and Drums. That's a name and a half there man. Dang. You have to shorten that. (laughs) They call it the 400 tack or something. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, awesome sauce. So that, of course, for those of you sitting with a calculator at home, you've worked it out. Overall, on the day, City of Dunedin managed to lift the overall. Worcester Kilty managed to come in second. And Peel Police came third. Now, Peel actually was a bit of a shock for me. I was expecting them having took the step down from Grade 1. I was expecting them to kind of be very dominant here in Grade 2. But here we are. They're you know lifting the third place and overall not a bad weekend's work by peel don't get me wrong but still unexpected i was expecting them maybe to be in that first or second spot so who knows they may still be found in form though you know i'm not going to count them out just yet but uh yeah there you go winning the overall city of dunedin pipe band and worcester kilty coming in close second so if anything if you haven't checked out the result by or the runs by city of dunedin by the way go and check it out definitely worth a listen these guys could be a force to be reckoned with when they come across. Right, looking at Grade 1 then. On the day, <clears throat> there was three Grade 1 bands there. And lifting the top spot in the MSR was Toronto Police. Not a bad result for them. A very convincing one, by the way. And the second spot then went to 70th Fraser Highlanders. Third went to 70th Highlanders Halifax Citadel. Not bad result at all. So on to Grade 1 medley. Lifting the top spot with the 78th Fraser Highlanders. And again, lifting it quite convincingly. I think they lifted the drum in there as well. Uh, Second spot went to the Halifax Citadel. And third went to Toronto Police. They finished bottom of the pile that time right in the medley selection. So overall then, yep, 78th Fraser Highlanders lifted it overall. The 78th Highlanders Halifax Citadel... Managed to come up second, <clears throat> and then we had Toronto Police bringing in third spot. So there you go. That was your results then from the uh, Halifax. Uh, what am I like, Maxville? <laughs> Do you know what? There's so much going on at the moment. It's I don't know. My head's spinning. Anyway. So there you go. That's what was happening there in the sunny Glengarry Highland Games. And we are aware as well, there was competitions in Scotland. I think it was the Bridge of Allen Highland Games as well. Um, I haven't been able to pin down results for those yet, actually. I don't know if they've been published anywhere. That's a very good question, but I haven't been able to track them. But anyway, suffice to say, this past week in the piping world has been interesting in some respects. The likes of and uh, I lifting the drumming in Grade 1 there. That was interesting. But... Overall, bands are now kind of gone to ground. What I've noticed. Bands are now suddenly getting very quiet. Whereas before you would have heard a lot of stuff coming from bands. Oh, we're practicing this and we sound like that and uploading wee videos and clips and things. Suddenly, everyone's gone quiet. So, now we know this is when the business starts. Yes. Everyone is in that kind of game face mode, if you know what I mean. Everyone's gone extremely quiet. Everyone is, yeah, practicing like a crazy person. Uh, If anything, I'm literally just back from a band practice, like I've said before, my wee girl is learning how to pipe, and I'm just back from a band practice, and uh, they're still there. And, you know, I had to leave early to come and do the podcast for you guys. Everyone is practicing furiously hard. I know in some cases, there's some bands who are practicing five nights a week, and that's no, no kidding. Like They're practicing five nights a week, Monday through Friday. And then even in some cases having an extra practice on Saturday. Now that Saturday practice could encompass anything up to seven hours. So you're talking from 9am through to the, the evening. I don't know, it's crazy. Bands are like furiously working at stuff. And I would kind of want to err on the side of caution. There is such a thing as player burnout. Believe it or not, that is a thing. And uh, pipe majors out there may not believe me, but it is a thing. And I wanted to talk about it on the podcast before we get into everything on Piping Live. As well as, I don't know, being hard on your players and trying to get them up to speed to hit the grass on Glasgow. I would like you to err on the side of caution. There is such a thing as player burnout. Because I've had heard of bands practicing five nights a week. And that's two and a half hours to three hours per night. And then plus on a Saturday practice when you're practicing seven straight hours. (sighs) That's a lot. That is a lot of work. You know, it takes a lot of commitment to get to each one of those practices. (sighs) And make them productive as well. That takes a concerted effort. So, yeah, just a shout out to you pipe majors and lead drummers at the moment. We know there's a lot at stake. We know next week is the biggest week in the piping calendar. And it's what you've been working for all year. But just be aware it may not be the time to pile on the stress. Do you know what I mean? It may be the time to kind of ease back a little and just, yeah, trust your guys that they're going to do what they need to do. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you want to stand there with your foot on their neck. Practice, damn it, practice. I don't know. Maybe that needs to be done in some cases. But yeah, I just wanted to get that in there in the podcast. Just a little bit of friendly advice. (laughs) For what it's worth, But yeah, I am very aware that there's quite a few bands that at the moment are at risk of burnout. Because they've been practicing now for this last two weeks, five nights a week. And it's just mental. So yeah, it works for some bands. Don't get me wrong, it does work for some bands. But for some, there is a risk of player burnout. Anyway, I'll squeeze that in there. Right, this week's podcast, like I said at the very beginning, is about piping live it's about the most special week in the piping calendar it's our christmas i love piping live week i'm so stupidly excited for this and yeah i hope you guys are too yes it's time then for me to go and get a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week The Harris Kilt Company, based in Belfast in Northern Ireland, can provide you with some of the highest quality Highland wear available in the market. Are you looking for an outfit for a formal occasion, be it a wedding or a formal dinner, or are you outfitting a band? Then Harris Kilt Company are looking forward to hearing from you. Get in contact with them over their social media on Facebook or on Twitter, or indeed check out their website, HarrisKilts.com. The Harris Kilt Company can provide you with an outfit right the way from your brogues right the way to your Glengarry. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Or on harriskilts.com. Lone Star Piper.com, the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas, proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes then look at source bagpipes bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many many more in addition brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew they have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months Source Pipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters and stock, and are all up on their website. SourceBackpipes.co.uk Contact Ross for more information. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. That was a shout-out to our patrons there, those guys that have clicked that support button on our Patreon page. Thank you so much. As you guys know, you've clicked on this week's podcast for a reason and Live! and Live! 2018, baby! Oh, man, I am so stupidly excited for this. and Live is next week. It opens the doors next week, and I cannot be more excited for anything. It's just kind of stupid. My wife is already nearly not talking to me anymore, because any time I open my mouth, it's talking about something that's happening at and Live and how I can't wait for it. So, yeah, I think even my missus isn't going to talk to me anymore until... Pipe and Live is finished. She said, see until that festival's done. You shut up. (laughs) Anyway, let's get talking about Pipe and Live. Can you believe it? With over 40,000 spectators expected at this year's event, and with over 150 events over seven days, the 15th annual Pipe and Live festival opens its doors this week. I cannot wait. Oh, man. It's, yeah. As you guys know or may not know, the Pipe and Life Festival kicks open the door the 13th of August in sunny Glasgow. And is known and has been known as being the best piping festival in the world. Now it has been argued that there is other piping festivals that would rival this. I would argue in some cases, maybe. And in other cases, No. <laughs> This is a week-long piping festival for Highland bagpipers, Ulland pipers, all sorts of different pipers in the world, Galatian pipers, whatever. It's the biggest international mishmash of piping, culture, music, and people that is in existence and possibly... The best time of year for any piping fan. For us on The Rab Show, it's always a focus for us. We look forward to piping live every year. And we always look forward to the World Championships. As you guys know, we're going to talk all about it next week. Piping live has become synonymous with piping and drumming culture. Here in the UK and around the world in general. For a lot of people, it's kind of known as a pilgrimage. A lot of people simply want to be here. ...for Pipe and Light. Even if they're not going to any of the events... ...just to say that they were there. As strange as that may sound. I don't know. Anyway, let's get on to our picks then. We'll break it down day by day and we'll give you our picks. Things that we have picked out to be our own particular favourites. Now, these are not the ones that are going to be particularly highlighted... ...by the festival organisers and the ones that they want to point you towards. But... These are kind of our own particular picks, ones that have piqued our interest here on the team. Now, we're going to try and do it in as best a chronological order as possible. So, for those of you who take notes, I do know some people listen to this pod and actually take notes. Uh, for those of you who are taking notes for Piping Live, take these as recommendations. And that being it, there are still hundreds of other events that are happening. And yeah, we would urge you. The whole way through this podcast, go along to pipeandlive.co.uk and look for the 2018 listings. These are our picks. You can choose your own, but we do have our own particular. So this is all very selfish, and this is for us. Right. Doors open on the Monday at 8.30am. Pipe and Live kicks off. And it kicks off with vengeance. For those of you who are fans of Peebrook who isn't <laughs> the masters solo piping competition is going to be held in the national piping center tickets are £8.50 and doors open at half eight in the morning there's going to be a live stream of this and it's going to be sponsored by RG Hardy and Co. there you go so for those of you who are wanting to know can you watch it online yes you can the masters live stream will be available and once we have that link we will share it out on the Rab Show Facebook page so no fear there but yes if you are going this is how you kick off your day. Go to the National Piping Centre and tick in some of the masters in the game playing some amazing Peebrook. After that there, probably the next thing that will come on the horizon then would be Up to the Street Cafe. Street Cafe is one of the biggest venues, I think, that has the most interest during Pipe and Live. There's that and Buchanan Street, and we'll get talking about that later. Uh, But, yeah, 1 p.m. that afternoon, emerging new talent called Symmetri. I think that's how you pronounce them. Um, Yeah, they're basically a duo, and, yeah, they have pipes, whistles, and, yeah, featuring John Drew and Helena Rose. And they're really, I don't know, just trust me, if you were to Google Symmetri, these guys... For piping fans, you're going to want to hear these guys. Brand new on the scene, haven't played much in the way of any gigs yet. I don't think of even any recordings as such. I think they have a few things on the likes of YouTube and Facebook and stuff. A few things on social media, but Sumitri, Trust me, you're going to be hearing big things from these guys. So here we go. They're in the the street cafe on the very first day, 1 p.m. in the afternoon, and it's all free. Just turn up, and there you go. Get to enjoy a gig by such an amazing duo. Okay. After that, then, you can head back to the National Piping Centre as the Masters Solo Piping Competition turns to the MSR. Yep, they have the Peabrook in the morning and then in the afternoon, the evening. Sorry, you have the March to Spay and Read. Really? No, so there you go. You can round off your evening there at the National Piping Centre. Also happening, then, at the Dry Gate that night... Is possibly one of the ones that we really want to get to because yep yeah, i'm a massive fred morrison fan it's the international piping concert now this one has drew particular attention to us because it features fred morrison yeah legend fred morrison will be on stage along with the likes of jarlith henderson and i uh, can't pronounce that name <laughs> there's a bunch of other names in here that i really do not want to attempt uh, because i will butcher them uh, but yeah Suffice to say, it's going to be an evening of international piping. Clearly, Fred Morrison will be doing the Highland piping. And Jarlath will be doing all the Irish Highland piping. And then we have piping, obviously. There's Galatian piping in there. and Seems to be someone there from the Breton as well, world as well. So that will be incredibly interesting. So, again, that's at the Dry Gate. Tickets are 8 quid 50 You can get them at pipinglive.co.uk for full information. The international piping concert has been... It's always been a bit of a draw because you get your ears open to some other music that you don't ordinarily get to hear. Uh, So, yeah, that's one that we've picked out because, yeah, it'll be a good one. Now, we did mention that lunchtime you can go and see Sumitri in the street cafe, but if that's not your cup of tea... Then you can go to something kind of special. Every day there's going to be the Peabrook of the day. Or kind of what we know it as as being the lunchtime recitals. The lunchtime recital on Monday will be the legend Mr Bob Worrell. How awesome that? Now this is again going to be the National Piping Centre. 1pm. Bob Worrell will be hitting the stage and giving us a lunchtime recital. Tickets are a fiver. And it's cheap at twice the price. So, yeah, what's not to love to go and catch the legend that is Mr. Bob Worrell playing the Peabrook of the day. Awesome stuff. Now, as I said, Buchanan Street. Now, as I'm going through each and every day of Pipe and Live, every day at Buchanan Street, there's going to be a live pipe band performance. Now, for you pipe band fans, this is one this is where you're going to want to be. You're going to want to be at Buchanan Street. Now normally this is at George Square, but obviously because of the athletic thing that's happening in Glasgow at the moment, George Square is out of commission for Pipe and Live. Uh, yeah, that's another topic altogether, which is a shame. George Square used to be a real hub for everything Pipe and Live. It used to be where everyone sort of gathered and you, know, you had bars and restaurants all lo- locally and nearby. You used to be able to go and get a feed and a few beer and then go and listen to music and then a few more beers and listen to some more music and then A few more beers and you know how it goes. It was just awesome. George Square was fantastic. So here we go. We're moved to Buchanan Street. So all of us pipe band crowd. That's where we will be hanging out. Now kicking things off in Buchanan Street on the Monday at 12 o'clock noon will be the big pipe band performance. Now this is from the piping live big bands. Now this is an awesome thing that they've been doing every year now. And, well, for the last three years, this is the third one they're doing. It's called the Big Band Parade, and it'll feature pipers and drummers and chanter players of all levels. And it's all to raise funds for the Scottish Association of Mental Health, called SAM. I think it's S A M H. So there you go. So the Scottish Association of Mental Health. So they'll be collecting at this parade. So the parade will go through Glasgow City Centre, finishing in George Square. Um, you can please check the parade route for exactly online. Go to pipeandlive.co.uk. But that again is at 12 noon big band parade through the middle of Glasgow all raising money for an amazing charity. And that brings us to what else is happening in Buchanan Street. We have Scottish Fire and Rescue Novice Juvenile Band are going to be there uh, performing at 1pm and at 2pm we have the Fountain Trust uh, band from Indiana and in the USA they're going to be there at 2pm. Then at 3pm in Buchanan Street we have Manawatu uh, from Palmerston North there in New Zealand. So Manawatu closing things off there at Buchanan Street. Now that's just your monday are you getting an idea of what piping live is going to be like for a piping fan you're gonna have to split yourself in seven different ways if you want to try and catch everything so we give you our recommendations if you're a pipe band fan head ...to Buchanan Street on the Monday. If you're into some new music... ...then go to the Street Cafe. There's some real interesting stuff going on there. If you want to know what the Masters in the piping game are doing... ...then head to the Master Piping Recital. It's going to be at the National Piping Centre. There you go. That's our pick. Okay, on to the Tuesday. Now, the Tuesday at Piping Live is, frankly, insane. It's just insane. Everything seems to be happening on the Tuesday... And we don't know why. <laughs> we have no explanation for this. But, my word, we just can't break Tuesday down into small parts for you guys. We can't do it. We I don't know how we can do this. <clears throat> Let's go through our picks. First of all, then, for Tuesday at Pipe and Live. Again, at the Street Cafe. There's a brand new act that's playing at the Street Cafe completely for free. These guys, you heard Ross Ainsley talking about it on last week's podcast. A band called Brabeg. These guys, yeah, are truly international. They have native musical traditions from members such as Chris Lee from Hong Kong, like we were chatting about last week. We have Enora uh, Morris from Brittany, we have Callum Kay from Scotland, and Ross Miller from Scotland as well. This act is incredible. I can't put it into words. If you haven't seen these guys yet, And to go and be able to watch it at the street cafe completely for free at 1pm. You could be there on your lunch break if you even work and live in Glasgow. Go and check these guys out completely for free. Just turn up at the street cafe. This is going to be an awesome event. You're going to want to catch these guys brand new on the scene again. Let's just say the street cafe is possibly the best place to go where breakout acts seem to like to cut their teeth. Definitely a good thing. So there but there you go, if that's not your cup of tea, then the lunchtime recital then at the National Piping Centre is Bruce Gandhi. Come on. Bruce Gandy, of course, one of the world's top solo players and most respected composer in the piping world. I dunno. Yeah, again, tickets for this are seven quid fifty for this at the National Piping Centre, Bruce Gandhi and the lunchtime recital. That's just gonna be awesome. Now, on to other things that's happening at the Piping Centre. Then just after Bruce Gandhi takes the stage, uh, up at 2.30pm that afternoon, Indigenous, the book launch by Scott Wallace. Now, we've talked about this book launch of Scott's on the show now for quite a while. We've talked about it on Fuse, and we've interviewed him on different things. We've even brought him here to the podcast and let him chat to you guys to tell us all about the book. This event itself will be <laughs> kind of... The, that's <laughs> it's one of the highlights, I think, for us here in The Rab Show, anyway, in particular. Scott's book is kind of at the spearhead of modern piping. Scott has been producing some incredible music this last while, and here we have, finally, a collection of his new tunes. And when bands, even such as the Field Marshal Montgomery, are playing Scott's stuff, you know he's doing something, right? Now, at this event, it's going to be emceed, of course, by Bob Worrell, the legend... And apparently, it will also include a quintet from Phil Marshall Montgomery. It'll also have a duet from the likes of Ali Henderson and Garth McLeese, and it'll have performances, of course, by Scott Wallace himself, along with other instrumentalists who will be backing him up. Now, this will be possibly one of the highlights of the festival for us. Scott's book launch, Indigenous. I think you can actually go and pre-order copies of the book now. I think it is available from certain vendors online. This, you will want to get this, okay? If you can't actually get to the launch event, don't know why, <laughs> but if you're anywhere near Piping Live on the Tuesday, this is where you want to be, okay? <clears throat> Forget everything else. This is where you want to be. You want to be at Scott Wallace's book launch that's on 2.30 in the afternoon at the National Piping Centre. This will draw a huge crowd. Now, the event itself is free free yep after that again it's free to to hear such amazing music and get all these guys on one place at one time and it's free that's just unheard of so again that's why it's possibly one of our big picks for the festival this weekend you're or this week you're definitely going to want to get that so there you go now 4 p.m that afternoon is something that really piqued my interest now i am kind of an amateur when it comes to peabrook and I'm sure you guys have laughed at me loads of times whenever I chat about Pbrook, and I don't really know what I'm talking about. But there's one event on the Tuesday that's really piqued my interest. Uh, and that'll be The Flame of Wrath for Squinton Patrick. This is going to feature musicians such as Callum McCrimmon and John Mulhern from the Big Music Society. And I'll have a storyteller, David Francis. And it's going to tell the story of Skelly, Pat, Big Donnie, Devil McKay, and Mad Dog McKenzie in words and music. Drawn from the famous and dramatic Peabrook. So this tells the story of the Flame of Wrath. Where the Peabrook came from. This has me fascinated. I want to know what this is all about. Now if it's got Callum McCrimmon involved in there. I'm a fan already. Of course you guys know Callum is a piper with the band Braebrack. Such a creative mind. And an incredible musician to boot. This is going to be one event that will be Interesting. I don't know if it will be interesting good or interesting kind of weird. But definitely if you're a Peabrook fan or even curious at all, this is one you're going to want to get to. Tickets are 6 quid, and it's going to be held at the National Piping Centre on Otago Street. Yeah, I think this is one that's going to be really interesting. And it's one that kind of piqued my interest. Now, also looking at the National Piping Centre, the Peabrook of the day will be performed by Roddy McLeod. There you go so that's another one p of the day Fiver, roddy mcleod not to be confused of course with the lunchtime recitals there's bruce gandy in the piping center uh i'm all sorts of confused anyway let's fly on <laughs> pipe band performance at the street cafe this is the next one we have on the list then. so after you get the flame and wrath for squint patrick event out of the way then you have to get back to the street cafe because the 78th Fraser Highlanders from Toronto, Canada, will be opening up for an open practice outside the piping centre. So there you go, head to the street cafe. That's one to catch. The 78th are tuning up and having an outdoor practice. Then, after all of that, you have the international quartet competition, which, of course, is always the highlight on the Tuesday. You cannot Talk about Tuesday at Pipe and Live and not talk about the International Quartets. Uh, of course, this year, the competing bands being represented, we have Simon Fraser, University Field Marshal Inverary, who won it last year, by the way, uh, Manawatu, Johnstone, Glasgow Police, People's Ford, Bog basket, Bathgate, and, uh, yeah, New Zealand Police. Now, tickets for this, £16.50. It's kind of steep, but that's for a reason. It's because these sell out within a blink of an eye if anything i'll be very surprised if they're not sold out already so again this is going to be at the glasgow royal concert hall they need a big venue for this i think they used to hold it in the and center until demand just outstripped it and they needed a bigger venue to get more people in so the international quartet competition yeah going to be held at the royal concert hall on the tuesday doors open at 7 30 and again for all your tickets and stuff get to the get your tickets On to Buchanan Street, like I said, for all of us pipe band people, if you want to hang out in Buchanan Street all day, you can. From 12 o'clock, Toronto Police will be there. Toronto Police, of course, uh, the Grade 3 band will be there giving uh, an outdoor practice at Buchanan Street. Then at 1pm, you have Brisbane Boys College from australia there you go brisbane boys college bbc will be there <laughs> uh doing an outdoor uh practice and a bit of a performance for you uh 2 p.m the new zealand police then from wellington and new zealand they'll be there and then from 3 p.m you have the royal army of, o- of oman will be there yeah, not bad i've actually seen a few bits of video footage of them all standing with their lovely red uniforms and stuff Actually sounded quite sharp, actually quite good. On to the 4pm then at Buchanan Street. Rounding things off then will be the Pasadena Scots from the US. So that's quite an international day there at Buchanan Street. All the way from Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Oman and the US. There you go. That's your Tuesday. Now didn't I tell you Tuesday was insane? Tuesday's insane. It's absolutely crazy. Let's go on to Wednesday. If things couldn't get worse, Wednesdays are worse. Wednesday, there's so much happening. Of course, 9.30am in the morning, the Clasp World Solo Championship and grade, grade 1 competitors. And this is for yeah, the Competition League of the Amateur Solo Pipers. This is their World Solo Piping Grade 1 Championship and doors are free. All you have to do is turn up as the, uh, the Convent Chapel sorry, of St. Aloysius College. ...in Glasgow. Interesting venue. I don't think I've ever been to this venue. But as I say, doors open at 9.30 in the morning. So as soon as you had your breakfast, go and check out some of the Grade 1 amateur pipers... ...jugging it out for the clasp. Not bad. And as I say, entry is free. That's a definite pick on our on our part. Then on to Buchanan Street. This is one that you don't want to miss. at 12pm in the, the noon. So once you've finished up at the uh, St. Aloysius College uh, Convent Chapel... Head along to Buchanan Street because Simon Fraser University will be opening things up there at Buchanan Street. This will be one that you'll not want to miss. Grade 1 Simon Fraser University. A lot of people haven't actually heard them in the flesh yet, haven't heard them in person. So this will be a good chance for all of us here in the UK to finally get a listen to what Simon Fraser are up to. We've heard loads of recordings and stuff. Loads of wee YouTube videos and little video clips and stuff on social media. But now is the first opportunity to get to hear SFU in person. So there they are. Buchanan Street, 12 o'clock on the Wednesday. You've heard it from me. (laughs) Also, looking at the rest of the bands that are going to be there uh, the rest of the day. So if you want to hang out, check SFU first of all at 12 o'clock. Then at 1 o'clock, you have the Scottish Society of New Zealand, Pipe Band from Christchurch. They're going to be there at 2pm. Then you have Canterbury, Caledonia. Canterbury. Awesome. They're going to be there from two o'clock putting on a performance and then from three rounding things off will be Scots College of course from Sydney. So awesome. So it's all a bit down under I think for Buchanan Street on the Wednesday. There you go. Um, Also looking at the next possible thing after all of that at Buchanan Street. The next thing that has us here will be the acoustic sessions the Armagh Pipers Club at the TNPC on Ortego Street. Yeah. This will be one because the Armagh Pipers have been coming to Piping Live now for years. These guys, these kids even I should say, are incredibly talented. I would urge you to go and check out uh, the Armada Pipers Club. They've got tons of content online. And this is one where you can go and check them out. 4pm at the National Piping Centre on Tego Street. Completely for free. Yep, doors open and you can just dander in. Hey, I'm here to see a free gig. Thank you. Also... There is a book launch on the Wednesday that we really wanted to give a mention to, and that was Michael Gray's book launch. It's called Music for Everyone. This one is going to be particularly interesting because it's gathered music from around the piping world, from what I understand. This is his seventh book, and this one's called More Music for Everyone. The book is described as having a huge selection of big-name contributors I'm going to have a chance to hear many of the tunes from many of the tunesmiths themselves just as they imagined. So they'll be there in person performing all of this stuff. And apparently it's also advertised that you get some free teas up for grabs. Now whether that means t-shirts or it means cups of tea, I'm not sure. But shout out to Andrew when he picked this out. He says pay attention to this one and I was looking at it and it does seem incredibly interesting. So thank you Andrew for that recommendation. Um, so this again as I say is a seventh book and... Yeah, it's completely free. So again, this is going to be at the National Piping Centre, half three in the afternoon. Go along to this book launch, you'll probably hear some of the best piping music that you can have on offer. So shout out to Michael Gray and his book launch. More music for everyone. Definitely going to be one to check out. Now, for those interested in the lunchtime recital, who is it? It's Wally McCallum. Yep, National Piping Centre, 1pm, lunchtime recital, Wally McCallum. Tickets are £7.50. As for the P-Rooker for the day, it's going to be Pipe Major Brian Loman. There you go. Yeah. Grant, so as I say, this thing's happening all the time. And yeah, I have to give a shout out as well for the Street Cafe. Again, it seems to be one of the venues to get to. Um, but wrapping things up at 6pm at the Street Cafe, Daiko Triumph Street are holding an outdoor practice. Right outside the Piping Centre at the Street Cafe, Daco Triumph Street. Now, if you have ever experienced an outdoor practice at the at the street cafe, the atmosphere itself is well worth it. Because they have an outdoor bar and a bit of a cafe and everything. So you can literally sit, have a pint, and listen to a band practice. And the likes of Daco Triumph Street. What's not to love? <laughs> Awesomeness. Right. So that's your Wednesday. If that wasn't enough for you, I don't know. Wednesday, you're going to be knackered. But by Thursday... Good luck. Thursday seems to be the day for the Pipe and Live Festival. Now, you're going to have to bear with me because there's a serious amount happening on the Thursday. Ay, First of all, let's get talking about us piping fans or pipe band fans, I should say. Go to Buchanan Street. Again, 12 noon. Pipe band performance kicking things off will be Toronto Fire Pipes and Drums from Toronto, Canada. Then we have St Andrews College at 1 o'clock. Again, from Christchurch in New Zealand. At 2pm, we have a bit of a special performance from the Piper's Trail. Now, this is an interesting uh, collection of people who are all taking part in this year's Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo. Now, I don't think they've normally made appearances at Pipe and Live, so I think this is a first. And uh, it's a, they've been running now for quite a while, and one that I think is incredible. It gives pipers and drummers from around the world the unique opportunity of taking part in the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo where, or otherwise you would never have had a chance to play in such an iconic event. So here they are, they're performing a Pipe and Live. Definitely going to be worth looking at. Now also, for us Pipe Band fans, a band that we haven't really heard much of so far uh, but will definitely be interesting to watch, putting on a performance at 3pm, wrapping things up, will be Bagad Brig, Yeah, from Brittany in France. Now we all know Bagad Brig. These guys are quite sharp, to be fair. Yep, definitely going to be worth catching. Now, looking at the Peabrook of the day, we have Wally McCallum. He's going to be on Ontego Street. Yep, tickets are a fiver. Wally McCallum, definitely going to be worth a look for you Peabrook fans. And the lunchtime recital then at the National Apartment Centre will be Ian K. McDonald. There you go. So, yeah, and tickets for him are 7 quid 50 Looking then at the Street Cafe. Street Cafe has a stupid stupid amount of stuff on on the thursday if anything you could possibly hang out all day on the thursday at the street cafe and be very very happy kicking things off at 12 noon we have the pipe idol heat four which is i think the last heat before the final (sighs) yeah awesome and you get to see that for free uh, there's also a new album launch by John Mulhern now this one I've actually heard and uh, I've actually received like a prior copy of this It's launching the album entitled Pipes and it's very simply titled but trust me it's not a simple album this album is an homage to the full sound of the Great Highland Bagpipe and that's what the tagline is captured from multiple different angles and features all original compositions by John so Definitely going to be worth a look. That's at 1.30pm in the street cafe. John is launching the brand new album Pipes. And trust me. I've heard this album from start to end. It's quite good. Okay. I'll, I'm being stingy. I'm going to say quite good. It's, yeah. It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> so it is. So you're going to want to go and check that out. one30 at the street cafe. John Mulhern's brand new album. Uh, brand new emerging talent like we always have at the street cafe the, this day is no different we have scott garden scott is going to be there performing with some of his musical friends and uh, will be presenting music from his new tune book duality there you go so scott garden as we've talked about with ross Ainsley there in last week's podcast emerging talent you're going to want to get check this guy out wow <laughs> 5 p.m at the street cafe go along and check out scott and friends Definitely going to be a gig worth catching. Straight after Scott then, the Vale of Athol Pipe Band are holding a practice at the street cafe. So just as Scott puts the pipes down, the Veil vale of Athol pick them up and there you go. So there you go, it's the street cafe is where it's at. Now, we're not done. <laughs> as I said, this is one of the main days. The Pipe Idol Final, the Grand Final will be held in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall that evening 5 p.m doors open tickets are seven quid for this and these will go fast the pipe idol grand final is always a massive draw because it's a huge event and uh yeah the the four finalists will play one last time in front of the panel of judges all sitting there at the glasgow royal concert hall and only one of them will be crowned champion so yeah this is an event that you don't want to miss every year at Pipe piping life <laughs> definitely worth getting to so for seven quid a ticket What's not to love? Then, if you're at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall already, why not hang around and catch the Pipe Major Alistair Gillies uh, Memorial Recital Challenge? Now, this event seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger every year. We just cannot explain how it does it, but this year, whew, I'm stupidly excited for this. So, carrying on the tradition, uh, so yeah, from previous years. The Recital Challenge features four of the world's greatest pipers, including freestyle section uh, to see who can wow the judges and the audience. So this year's pipers have Stuart Little, Angus McCall, Callum Beaumont and Alex Gandhi. Not a bad lineup at all. So that's 7.30pm, the Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge at the Royal Concert Hall. That's going to be an event that you will not want to miss, trust me. Now, there's also an event on the Thursday as well, which kind of piqued her interest and definitely piqued uh, Andrew's interest. Uh, where Gary West, of course, from BBC Radio Scotland, will be co-hosting a Q&A event entitled The Piping Times Presents, where Andrew Wright, Ewan uh, Anderson, and J. Reid Maxwell and Ian Duncan will talk about their lives on piping and drumming and more. So it's an open Q&A session with the audience, all hosted by Gary West, and that's going to be on the Thursday as well. That's going to be, again, at the Ontego Street in the National Piping Centre. Doors for that open at 2.30 in the afternoon. So, not bad. I did say we tried to do it in chronological order, but it's all over the place. We've done our best. <laughs> now, there's also that, let me see, we're on to the next day. Yeah, we're onto the Friday now. Yikes. I've got this huge script in front of me. Now, as you know, Friday could be a limited day for us pipe band fans because Friday is Grade 1 qualifying day. Yeah, there's not much we can really say about the Friday, other than there are some events that are happening after the World's Qualifying Day that will certainly draw a crowd. The big one then will be the Street Cafe again, 5pm. You have Hamish Napier, who's going to be performing music from his new album, The Railway. This album hasn't actually been officially launched yet. It's just a bit of a taster for what he's going to be doing at the Afterworld Shindig on the Saturday. So this is like a preview event of the music that you can be hearing at the Afterworld Shindig on the Saturday. So shout out to Hamish Napier who's going to be there giving us all a bit of a sneak peek for free at the Street Cafe. That's going to be worth looking at. Also, then on the Friday at Buchanan Street, if you're not at Glasgow Green, you'll have the Ryan Russell Memorial Pipe Band from Greater Toronto and Canada are going to be there, and you have the Marumba Pipes and Drums from Queensland, Australia, are going to be there as well. Now, obviously, we're all going to be at Glasgow Green for the Grade 1 Qualifiers on the Friday, so we can't really talk much about what's happening on Friday other than what's happening on Glasgow Green. But as things wrap up in Glasgow Green, <clears throat> it's not over. <laughs> 730 that night has possibly <laughs> one of the biggest gigs on the and Live calendar. Yeah, I'm talking about the venue The Dry Gate, Brayback right on Ancho Lorenzo and his full band. All producing, yeah, some incredible music. I cannot wait for this. So two of the best piping acts in the world will sta- stick to the stage at tick to the stage, Rab can't talk at the Dry Gate. Following the launch of their fifth album, A Star, Brayback are back and the return into piping live alongside the Galatian sounds of Ancho Lorenzo. If you haven't heard any of Ancho's stuff, by the way go and check him out, that guy is insane uh, again, Galatian Piper who just is incredible and has purchased many many albums and stuff toured around the world, you're going to want to catch Anjo and the guys from Braybrack, Brack of course as well, so us in the rap show are no different, we're going to want to be all over that, Braybrack, Brack as you know we are massive fans of the guys and Anjo as well, we've played them many times on the rap show on Fuse, so yeah, that's going to be possibly one of the highlights uh, as well as Scott Wallace's book launch this gig by Braybrack and Ancho Lorenzo definitely has piqued our interest. Now, also looking towards the Saturday. Yeah, we know the World Pipe, Ch- Pipe Band Championships are happening on the Saturday. That's the big thing. That's possibly nearly the only thing. The piping world will be focused on Glasgow Green. And so will piping life. Now, that's not it. 10pm though. As we have just crowned our world champions, the perfect way to round off Glasgow Green in the World Pipe Band Championships is the After Worlds Shindig. Now, I have been to this event now, I don't know, maybe two or three times. And man, it is just the best. I cannot stress just how incredible this event is. It's a highlight of mine every year. And uh, yeah, this event this year will not disappoint the Afterworld Shindig is going to be held at the National Piping Centre. And uh, yeah, it's going to be piping into the We Rs And a special late-night concert by Hamish Napier, as I just mentioned, as he's launching his new album, The Railway. And uh, The Railway with us, sorry. And then, yeah, Ascent. We've been championing them on the show now for quite a while. Ascent have their brand new album as well, Road to the North. And yeah, both acts, Hamish Napier and Ascent, are going to be kicking butt into the small hours after the world championships. So if you're in the mood for a party, if you've won anything at the Worlds and you're thinking, oh man, let's go for a dance on like 12 pints. Lethal. There you go. <laughs> go along to the National Piping Centre, 10pm, the Afterworld Shindig. It's the biggest party in town. That's where you're going to want to go if you're a piping fan at all and looking to dance your socks off. There you go. So that's it. Your world championships on the Saturday and then the after world shindig 10 p.m. that night at the National Piping Centre. Okay, on to the Sunday. Yes, we know the Sunday. Most people are severely hungover on the Sunday. Let's be frank here. Let's be perfectly brutally honest. Everyone is normally, typically brutally hungover on the Sunday. (laughs) there actually used to be events ran on the Sunday by Pipe and Live and they used to call them the Survival Sessions. (laughs) Still love those. But yeah, the Park Bar, clearly. It's not sanctioned by Pipe and Live, it's not an official event, but the Park Bar is possibly the biggest draw on the Sunday for all of us piping fans. It's where you get to rub shoulders with the biggest and best of the piping world as they let their hair down. After a year's work ...of constantly stressing and practising... ...the Sunday at the Park Bar... ...is where everyone just goes to chill out... ...so if you fancy ever getting a selfie with Richard Parks... ...there's your opportunity. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who aren't going to the Park Bar... Pipe and Live do have you covered... ...there is still loads to happen on the Sunday... ...as part of Pipe and Live, it's not over yet. 1pm, the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition... Yeah, this is going to be held at the National Piping Centre, and this is one that will really draw a bit of interest, to be honest. So this, of course, is to celebrate the late Gordon Duncan's life, and uh, and the work of three pipers will be, uh, let me see, it's been more than a decade since the passing of the Pioneer. Uh, piping music to celebrate gordon duncan's life and work three pipers cameron mcdougall from scotland chris coyle from ireland of course and anora morris who we just talked about earlier from broadbeg from Brittany. they will battle it out over three sets of scottish irish and Breton music including a gordon duncan composition to be crowned champion piper of 2018 this will be something else to be honest uh so yeah this event, as normally does, draw quite a large crowd. £7.50 ticket. The Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition does have some incredible music. So, definitely one to catch. Now, also. I have to say, another event that's going to be held at the National Piping Centre is called The Pipers Gathering. This is going to be held at 8pm that night. So as they're wrapping up Piping Live in style and they're closing the doors, they're gathering some of the finest pipers from across the scene and from across all of the whole festival and bringing them all into one place. It's going to have performances from Ross Ainsley, uh, Briege... um, was it Campbell I think it is, sorry, Ancho Lorenzo, Finlay MacDonald and the Northumbrian and Piper, uh, Andy May. So again, an awesome event for even just to catch those names. Uh, so 15 quid ticket, not bad, 8pm, it's called the Piper's Gathering and that will draw your festival to a close. Now before we walk away from pipe and live with our hangover and hopefully our silverware in our back pocket i wanted to draw your attention to an event that's going to be happening on the sunday now this event is something special pipe and live you may think finishes on the saturday but trust me It does not finish on the Saturday. For those of you still there on the Sunday, not travelling home, this is an event that I really want you to try and get to. Okay? It's an event called Thunderstruck. It's not really an event. It's a play. It's written by a guy called David Colvin. And to read you the tagline, first of all, Eight Notes. What can I do with Eight Notes? let's see, Thunderstruck. It's an original play by David Colvin and is a journey through the music and life of Gordon Duncan, the virtuoso piper from Perthshire. I figured at this juncture, as we're talking about this event, Thunderstruck, the play, let's talk to David Colvin.
1: So welcome to the
0: podcast, Mr. David Colvin. How are you, David?
1: I'm very well, sir. How are
0: you? Not too bad, thanks. Now, your reason why you're on this particular podcast is, you may have guessed, you're involved in Piping Live this incoming year.
1: That's right, yes.
0: So, tell, us a, tell us a bit about yourself then. Who are you? Uh,
1: who am I? I'm um, uh, David Colvin, Pfeiffer, a Scotsman. Uh, I've been an actor for about 20 years and uh, I wrote a little play about uh, uh, about a bagpiper. It's a bit about myself as well, but it's about a bagpiper and uh, it's coming to Piping Live on the... Uh, on the last Sunday. It's closing the festival on the 19th.
0: It is indeed. And, uh, yeah, to be fair, it's kind of piqued our interest. Here on the Rab Show team, uh, it's kind of one of our picks, so that's why we wanted to bring you on the podcast. The show itself is called Thunderstruck. Uh, with a title like that, it's going to be about Gordon Duncan. It
1: is going to be about Gordon Duncan, that's right, yeah. It's uh, Although, you know, it's not a biography of Gordon Duncan, it's more a sort of homage to Gordon Duncan, although, again, there's not maybe as much piping in it as you'd expect. But it's... um. Uh, it's a it's a it's a theatrical I don't know a theatrical extravaganza through the bagpiping world and then I suppose through what Gordon Duncan then uh, uh, achieved when he then got brought into the bagpiping world.
0: Excellent. Well, if anything, the thing that kind of hooked me in—I'm going to be painfully honest here—was your ta- your tagline. <laughs> it says a coming-of-age play about heroes, bravery, and a bin man. That's right. That was brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to take credit for everything surrounding Thunderstruck, but uh, no, that was a, a very clever um, uh, marketing uh, girl called uh, uh, Joanna Hollingdale who, who did the poster and the artwork and then came up with... Uh, she read the play, she saw us in London, and mm-hmm. uh, she came up with a tag for the play as well, so uh, we're very grateful to her.
0: Excellent. So, David, um, of course, being on The Rap Show, it's all piping oriented, but are you a piper yourself?
1: I am a piper myself, that's right, yeah. You
0: are? Ah, oh, right, excellent. So, th- who have you played with, or...? Uh, yeah, I played,
1: well, I played with my school band. I started at 11 mm-hmm. uh, when uh, an old piper called Bob Shepherd uh, came into my class and asked if anyone wanted to be a bagpiper. I then joined Gelly High School Pipe Band. Oh, excellent band, uh, Who yeah. feature in the show, and we won a few championships back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the feeder band, Into Dinosaur and Donald, for their... Uh, for their what was grade one band at the time so i had uh, i suppose a couple of seasons in grade one with dyser and then i i left to i suppose follow my dreams in a sense but yeah i see that's that's when my affiliation with the bands finished really i was only 19 or 20 when i stopped playing Uh, uh, in the pipe bands
0: but i'm sure it hasn't really left you because here you are now telling the tale of one of our greatest known pipers of all time
1: well, the, I mean, the, the bag, even if you wanted it to, the bagpipes will, will, will never leave you. I mean, I've never really stopped piping, much as my piping moved away from uh, band play and then into all sorts of weird and wonderful corners, whether I was in you know, New Zealand piping with uh, uh, two Dutch beatboxers or whether I was touring <laughs> the world with the National Theatre of Scotland and the Black Watch play, uh, the bagpipes mm-hmm. always seemed to be there or thereabouts.
0: Excellent, excellent stuff. So you have a good vast knowledge of the piping world then. So with producing the show and everything, am I right in saying that you are the creator of this?
1: That's right. I I wrote the play. It started about two years ago and I was uh, confronted in a a South Bank in London. Uh, Another actor discovered that I played the bagpipes and proceeded to show me a... Uh, the the YouTube clip that was rolling around of a bagpiper playing with flames. I'm sure you've seen it with flames coming at the top of his bagpipes. (laughs) And uh, the clip was called Thunderstruck. And uh, I I got so fed up and had a few drinks, so I proceeded then to probably bore him to death, but to school him on the real Thunderstruck and the real guy who who really decided (laughs) that uh, bagpipes could be made to play heavy metal guitar music and Mm. uh, how much I really wanted to turn it into a play. And uh, that chap just said, Well, why don't you write it? So that was two years ago, and, and here we are at Piping Live, and the, the play's ready for all the piping world to see it.
0: Excellent. yeah. So, with bringing it to Piping Live, has the show had any kind of debut anywhere, or is this the first performance?
1: This is, well, this will be officially the third performance, but in reality, we've had quite a few open dresses. So, it had, it's a world premiere preview in Fife at the Outwith Festival in Dunfermline and uh, we were very grateful to them. They gave us a bit of money to go up and do it there, which is always great when you're trying to put on your own play uh, for someone to give you a few pennies to help you do it. So we're, we went up and did a double-premier preview, and we had uh, an open dress there, and then we had uh, two previews down here in London, at the Camden People's Theatre, which is very, very interesting for a play about bagpipes and about one of our most beloved pipers, to see yeah. how, it played, how it played with an audience who had no interest in bagpipes, you know, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went down you know far far better than i expect to and although i had great hopes and i thought obviously i think a lot of the play but uh, it went down so incredibly well and someone from piping live was was there and we had a phone call uh within the week inviting us up to perform at piping live festival so yeah we're, we're very humbled and very excited that uh, the play's going to be shown
0: Excellent. I, I, well, us here in the show, we cannot wait. Like I've said to you, David, this is going to be one of our highlights from Piping Live this year. So can you tell us then, in a nutshell, what what can people expect whenever they walk through the door to sit down in the, the aisles? What can they expect to see on stage?
1: Well, I, I don't know if I can tell you what to expect, because I really want, wouldn't want to give anything away, but I can tell no, you what no. not to expect. Like, I think if, if uh, Pipers are coming expecting a bagpipe gig, I think they, they certainly won't get that. There's... <laughs> there is piping in the play. There's not a huge amount of piping in the play, uh, but there is piping in the play. I think um, for any of us, including myself, who um, um, love the bagpipes and uh, love Gordon's music, I, I think they will be in for a real treat of a performance, and hopefully, we'll, uh, uh, we'll bring back the love of his music. You know, for everyone. I mean, it'll, it'll be very interesting to get to piping live because uh, it, it's it's really a play that. It is for the bagpiping world but it wasn't necessarily it was written with everyone in mind it was written with a universal feel we wanted people we, as much as we wanted pipers and the piping world to love the play and the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust especially we wanted them to love the play yeah. we also wanted the 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 you know, the, the nation as a whole and maybe even the world as a whole to come and see this play and see a story they might not have heard with a world that they might not know an awful lot about and come away with a real love of bagpipes and a real love of this uh, this uh, genius who, who hailed from Perth or Pitlochery. No. Excellent stuff.
0: Well, David, we want to wish you the very best of luck uh, for thank the you upcoming very much show on. We will be listening and watching intently. We can't wait for you. I this. look forward
1: to seeing you there.
0: So thanks so much for chatting to us on the podcast. Cheers, Rob. Rob take care. So there you have it. That was Thunderstruck, a play, and thank you so much to David Colvin for having a quick chat with us here on the podcast. It really does sound like a fascinating uh, event, to be honest. I don't know whether I want to peg it as a play... Or even a theatre show. It's kind of a, it's a mixture of everything. Do you know what I mean? Because you're going to have live music performances. By some amazing piping on there. But obviously as well. You'll get to see the story of Gordon Duncan. And yeah. What a legend he is. So yeah. For that in itself. As soon as you think piping live is over. Once you've crowned your world champions. It's not over. Sunday doors close. After everything finishes on Sunday night. So, if you're looking for something to do on the Sunday, there's so much to do. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, there you go. That was our piping live picks. That's it for all the way from the Monday through till Sunday. Now, as I've said, these are our own particular picks. You guys can go and pick your own. We have also some picks in there we haven't mentioned yet, of course events such as jim kilpatrick's event called giving back where he's given master classes on the tuesday over at todd's bar in the strathclyde University. doors open at 11am stuff like that and it's going to last for a couple of hours so if you fancy going to learn under the legend that is mr jim kilpatrick that's going to be in todd's bar i think from the tuesday right through until the saturday I think I might be wrong but that's entitled Giving Back and that's what Jim we haven't seen Jim in ages. Jim Kilpatrick will be back and giving masterclasses there at Todd's Bar. Also at Todd's Bar of course Drummond for Drinks Drumming for Drinks has become such an iconic event all you need to say is the title. We all know what Drummond for Drinks is and if you don't know Google it (laughs) (laughs) It's possibly one of the most popular events on the whole Pipe & Live calendar. It's not actually sanctioned by Pipe & Live. It's actually ran separately from it. But uh, it has some of the most amazing musicians being so creative as well. They play for the crowd, basically. The more creative you can be with your pipe band drumming, tenor drumming or bass drumming, the better. And you literally are drumming for drinks. The better you are the more chance you have of winning. The more you can whip the crowd into a frenzy, the more chance you have of winning. It's basically voted for by the crowd, from what I understand. So, yeah, we've had people dress up as cheerleaders. We've had people dressed like bananas. We've had uh, all sorts of craziness. We've had people dressed as minions. We've had, I don't know just go into google or youtube or whatever and type in drumming for drinks and regardless of the year you're going to see some incredible performances so yeah that's an event that has always rammed so difficult to get a ticket for it and yeah i think is innovative percussion or even at that i think if, if you were to contact jim kilpatrick or even tyler fry both of them are heavily involved in the organization of the whole thing for drumming for drinks that event sells itself at it, it, always packed, I've never, I've never been able to get to it because I just can't get through the door, the place is always bunged so drumming for drinks, another highlight but possibly and again, this isn't on any of the Piping Live listings anywhere, this runs separately from Piping Live but I have to say the big pre-Worlds concert this year St Lawrence Atul at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall on the Wednesday night will possibly be one of the biggest draws for the festival this year I know it's not officially part of the festival, but, yeah, all of us piping fans will want to get to this. The last time St. Lawrence Tool hit the stage was back in 2010, and we had that amazing concert that was just... <laughs> has me speechless still. It's possibly still one of my favourite pipe band recordings, and, yeah, still stands up today. So, Touris Cuell, I think... This basically means an, a musical journey, will take us on a musical journey from of St. Lawrence Atul's past, taking us from when they first started out all the way through all the grades to where they are now. So for, if you're a fan of St. Lawrence Tool, you will hear some old favourites in there, some old sets, plus you'll get to hear all the new material as well. So I think this concert, by all accounts, will be insane. Having heard lots of rumours and lots of little sneak peeks of what could be happening at this event, this concert in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, this one will be pretty special. Now, by all accounts, I think it is sold out, by the way. So, as much as I'm trying to sell it, it's it's sold out. And people have been asking, will it be live-streamed? And no is the answer. You have to be there in person to go and actually see it. Unfortunately, there's no live-stream available. Uh, so, apparently, limited tickets have just been released there recently. And I think they're like the standing tickets. So, if you want to go and stand and watch the whole concert, then Be My Guest. Tickets, I think, are still available. You can go and check them out. The Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. Full details about the St. Lawrence Tool concert. But, yeah. This will be the concert that everyone will want to get to for piping and drumming fans. St. Lawrence Tool in concert. The Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. And let's face it. The last time they did that in 2010, they marched on to Glasgow Green and they lifted it. Could they be doing it this year? Hard to know. Hard to know. We'll get talking about that next week when we talk all about our World Championship predictions. There you go. So, speaking of World's Predictions, I will ask you again, please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We really want to know your predictions. Next week, we're going to be talking all about it. Every single grade, breaking it down into component parts, as boring as that may sound, we want you guys to join in. Regardless of the grade, if you are a member of a novice juvenile band and you want to give a prediction on your own grade, then fine, join in. The conversation be awesome to hear from you. Plus, if you're a drum major as well, if you have a prediction as well for what you think was going to happen in the drum majoring, let us know. Get in contact with us. Email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Right, that's a long podcast this week, but a good one. The biggest week in the piping calendar is just around the corner. August 13th, doors open, and we are so stupidly excited for this one. It's ridiculous. We hope this podcast has been of some use to you guys who are sitting at home making notes and stuff on where you should be and at what time. But again, if you do like to make your own picks, head along to pipinglive.co.uk for full information, plus all your ticket information will all be up there as well that's where you're going to want to go for all of your information so yeah shout out to the guys the rab show team who helped put this list together thank you to Stephen and to andrew as well thank you guys so much Uh, this has been a bit of a labor of love over this last number of weeks Uh, it's been difficult to put together our own particular picks because there is literally so much there is so much that we haven't mentioned here by the way and by no means is omission meaning that it's bad by the way. These are just our own particular highlights. There are so many other things happening around Pipe and Live that we just simply would not have enough time to get to. So, But we would love to. There you go. That's it for another Rab Show podcast this week. And before we go, I have to say a very special thank you to everyone who is on our social media page, on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Uh, we have reached a massive milestone. And I wanted just to say a massive thank you uh, from all of us. Uh, Here on the Rab Show team. Uh, We've worked incredibly hard over this last year. And we've now reached over 10,000 likes on Facebook. Which is just astounding. I remember starting out when we only had 10 likes. And here we are at 10,000. It's insane. So thank you everyone so much for all of your support. uh, Over this past year. Over this past few years. And uh, yeah. We will continue to work tirelessly to bring you guys as much piping and drumming content as possible that's why we're here so if you haven't yet please subscribe to the podcast so with each and every week as we upload another episode you'll get a Bing! A little notification to let you know that I've pulled the finger out and managed to upload another one. If you haven't yet, also please recommend a friend. Tell them about our we podcast. Let them know about our show. And, yeah, let them know all about our social media, our Facebook page and our Twitter, all of that good stuff. And, of course, point them in the direction of TheBigRabShow.com, where you can pick up your Rab Show merch, t-shirts and hoodies and all that sort of good stuff that really does help support everything that we do here on the show. Grant. Thanks everyone for tuning in this week. It's been a long podcast but we really do appreciate you tuning in this week and yeah, we look ahead to the biggest week in the piping calendar and next week we're going to be talking all about our World Pipe Band Championship predictions. Send them in to us folks. BigRabShow at gmail.com Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors G1 Reads. Raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Verarian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.